0: L A S The LAS Podcast Network is the premier independent community development platform working with local creators to produce podcasts and content by the community for the community. To learn more, visit laspodcastnetwork.com.
1: Oh, hey there, bud. I'm Craig Johnson, the host of Creating Crap with Craig, the new bi-weekly podcast here on the LAS Podcast Network. Every episode, I'll be talking with a new creative person from painters to musicians, designers to writers, in an interview-style format with hard-hitting, burning questions, such as, how are you? Do you have any pets? And also, why? So join me as I bully all of my friends and family into coming on my show so I finally have someone to talk to. Creating Crap with Craig will release every other Thursday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever else you find your podcasts. And if you want to help support our endeavors, subscribe to LAS+. For more information, go to LASpodcastnetwork.com. Creating Crap with Craig, where we love both alliteration and
2: creation. L.A.S.
3: Hey y'all, Morgan here. Wait.
4: No, wait. That's what? not even the right person. Okay, sorry. Let me do this. Hey y'all, Jackson here. There it is. No. Uh, wait, okay.
5: Hey y'all, Ellen here.
4: We're so excited to <laughs> share this next leg of our journey <laughs> with you. If you would like to keep up on all things Myria, you can follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Myths of Myria. If you enjoy the show, consider sharing it with your friends. Or if you have the time, reviewing us on Apple Podcasts is a great way to show your support. If you want to show us even more support, head on over to LASPodcastNetwork.com and sign up for LAS Plus, which comes with a whole lot of good stuff, including bunnies. 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 What does bunnies mean, you say? Well, you'll have to sign up for LAS Plus in order to understand the reference. <laughs> Jackson is
5: a DM and Alan is a player. And okay, that one you've goes, given... I was, I was
4: building suspense and you gave it all away for free. What the heck? Heck, heck I'm mad now.
5: Just, I mean, Double Lord Eyes.
4: Eh. Okay, thank you all so much for sharing the <laughs> precious pieces of your time with us. And without further ado, welcome to Miria. Her and Val, you are walking through the streets of Ebonvale. The sun on your face and the spirit of harvest tide thick in the air. Val, your mind still lingers on the conversation you had with Orion this morning, all of his words churning uncomfortably in your mind. Her, you couldn't be happier, a makeover, and hanging out with friends on this morning of your first holiday ever? Orbe. best day ever. Oh, <laughs> 867 is right next to you, and Arno leads the way on this journey to a new place that he wants to take you called The Monster Within.
3: Um, Arno, you said The Monster yes. Within.
4: Uh... Yes.
3: Is that with, like, like, girth? Like no, like, W-I-D- width,
4: like, with. Like, it's a pun on the, on the word. Yeah, yeah. The monster within.
3: Okay, so it's a monster with.
4: Monster with. But with is
3: spelled W-I-T-H. E. Okay, okay. Monster with E. I was thinking, like, they're
4: girthy monsters. No, no. Well, actually, it's possible. Okay. I mean, it depends on the monster that you're thinking about. You'll see when we get there.
5: Why are so many places in Evanvale so cool?
4: Um... You know, once you stop being kind of like, oh, you're only allowed to do things this one way, crazy stuff starts happening and people get creative. I like it. Yes. Um, Ebonvale was was founded on trying to be a city for everyone, um, where all races could come together. Um, You know, there's a lot of um, odd um, stigma in other places across the world towards people, like goblins, um, uh, even. Um, Hmm. And here we wanted to create a place where everyone could come. And be safe, and not feel worried about Who the they world.
1: Are. Yeah. yeah.
5: Yeah, the world's kind of big and scary. Yes. But not the monster within.
4: Not the monster within. No.
3: It could be scary. We don't know.
5: I
4: guess. I, yes. I, I guess that's actually something you'll have to tell me.
5: But if it scared off all its customers, it won't generate a lot of revenue.
4: No, definitely not.
5: And there would be my no money. <laughs>
4: As you are walking down the street that Arno is leading you down, you hear just a small amount further in front of you a screeching voice calling out to people. Very distinct in tone. Uh, it's odd that you can hear it so far away, but you almost feel like it's coming from higher in the air than other voices. As you approach, you hear the voice become clearer and clearer. Hey, why don't you come on in? We're gonna, we're not gonna bite. I promise. <laughs> I mean, well, not on purpose. And clearer the voice calls out to you now as you approach the building. You notice that the sign above the door is swinging wildly, (laughs) maybe 10 feet off the ground. It is made of dark wood, but is painted with bright blues and yellows. However, it's hard to read because of the fact that it is swinging so absolutely wildly. (laughs) Um, (laughs) As you get closer, you realize that the reason that the sign is swinging so wildly is because it is doing it itself. Two large black eyes protrude from the side of the sign, and a mouth is incessantly gibbering at passerbys. And you hear it say once again, Hey, do you like ale? We got good ale. I would know. My friend Glock is the barrel it's stored in, and he's drunk 90% of the day. (laughs) (laughs) Finally, you get close enough to read the printed words on the side of the sign, and it reads, in large flowing font, The Monster Within... Arno gestures to the sign and says, everyone, this is Slark, one of the many fine employees of this uh, equally fine establishment. And Slark looks down and says, "Ah, hey, Arno, you got friends now. That's a first.
5: (laughs) So are you like actually alive? Oh, yeah. I'm a mimic. Oh, is the whole place mimic? The
4: whole place is mimics. Oh, why? Yeah.
5: That's awesome. Do
4: I know anything about mimics? Go ahead and roll me a history check.
5: Do I know oh, anything about the mix?
4: That ain't good. That's a fitty. Or that's a five. A fitty. <laughs> plus a five. Uh, one, so six. Five plus one, six. You just kind of look up confused. He's like, oh, I get it. You, it's a little too much for your small brain to understand right now. Come on in and we'll, sh- we'll try and
5: understand you. You said you had a small brain.
4: <laughs> Arno turns to you and whispers under his breath, uh, yes, one of the few shticks here is that the staff roasts you the entire time you are here and you are expected to roast them in return. And he turns back to Slark and he says, Oh, good one, Slark. And here I thought you might be it might be a whole day of firsts, but it seems like you're still recycling the same jokes. Maybe next time. And Slark <laughs> just says, Ah Good one, Arno. Get the hell inside. And to all you newcomers, welcome to the monster within.
5: Oh no.
3: <laughs> I mean I want to say a joke about how he can't move anywhere,
4: but I don't know if that's like
3: a thing.
5: <laughs> Arno so just fair. says
4: they can transform into literally anything. So he just, he's the sign. I mean, it, I think it's just his shift for being the sign. Oh. Whoa. Wait, then how did you know it was Slark? I can recognize his voice. It's very distinct. Oh, got it. Oh, okay. <laughs> Oh,
5: no. Or in Ford Street, I think. As
4: you enter the building, it's almost like sensory bombardment. It smells lovely, like cinnamon rolls and fresh made eggs. The inside of this building is littered with tables of all heights. One of them transforms into a wheel and rolls away, leaving its <laughs> chairs behind. <laughs> there are a lot of windows that are open, letting fresh air in, and the whole place has an odd feeling. Is it uncomfortable? Is it welcoming? You don't really know. The instant you step foot inside the establishment, you hear another voice calling out to you in a slothful and garish manner, and you hear, Well, hello. Welcome to our establishment. Good to see you, Arno and friends. You look over towards the counter that a server would stand at, and you just see the entire counter has a huge mouth on it, and it's speaking to you. Uh, And it returns back with, Glad you've decided to speak. Part with your hard-earned money here. Sit your happy asses down, and the server will be over shortly.
5: Thank you. I'm learning so many new You're welcome.
4: Get the fuck out of (laughs) here. That's
5: another one for the book. Are,
4: Are we in danger? Arno just says, no, they're very kind, but once again, this is part of the whole shtick. Got it. Um. Arno will lead you over to a table if you will follow him. Yeah, yeah, yeah okay. of course, of course. Arno leads you over to the table, and he turns back to you all and says, oh, yes, and the other shtick is that this place is obviously staffed all by mimics, except for the chairs, because, well, that would be weird. Um, oh, thank yeah, God. Yeah, they'd lick my butt. Yeah, that would be not great, actually. They'd
5: what? <laughs> uh,
4: now, uh, looking around, you can definitely see more toothed mouths than you originally took in. Uh, The bar counter also has a mouth and seems to be taking some customers or talking to some customers as purple tendrils spring out from the back of it and grab glasses off of shelves. You can see casks of ale uh, and different drink opening their mouths and drink flowing out of the glasses held up uh, by tendrils. (laughs) Some of of the paintings on the walls have eyes affixed to them and tables just keep changing and moving if no one is sitting at them. Uh, Arnold leads you to a booth that is near a window and gestures at you all to sit down. Uh, Arno sits on the outside of the booth so that his right leg can be extended comfortably. As you all sit down at the booth, Arno knocks on the top of the table and says, Wake up, you piece of shit. We're hungry. A mouth opens at the center of the table, splitting it in half.
0: Wow, Arno!
4: Getting stronger! Over here a couple uh, couple months ago, you you, you know, if you keep doing that, you'll be able to finally break those toothpicks you've been training for. And (laughs) Arno just looks back down and he says, don't worry, buddy. You'll get it eventually. <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> do, you, do, do you know everybody here? How often are you here? Um, I come here maybe once a week. It's, first of all, the food is in-fucking-credible. And second of all, it's good to kind of get my socialing, socializing skills up a little bit. Got it. So. Okay. All
0: right.
4: Huh. And uh, he, he looks up towards you. He's like,
0: wow, you
4: got a really nice headband. Uh... I'm sorry. You got a really bad headband.
5: <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm not very good at this. Just, That's all right. Just end neither. your sentences with an expletive. Okay. Fuck. There sure it is. No. Yeah. Damn it. <laughs> no. Wait. No. I did. Okay. Just say your headband looks really nice, bitch. <laughs> your headband looks really nice,
4: bitch. There it is. Got him. Nailed it. Okay. <laughs> Thanks. I mean, fuck you. Good job. <laughs> yeah, no, I got yeah. it. I'll get it there eventually. You did it. <laughs> are you are you new? Uh Well no just bad
3: it's <laughs> all right, i'll get there so are you like all a collective of
4: mimics then no uh we. you know we okay we were a, a mimic colony and then all of a sudden we were like hey that place ebonvale kind of likes everybody so maybe we'll all go try that out just having a job there and so then the last guy that we ate his name was clark and so then we were all like, that sounds like a human name. So we just all just put a different letter in front of the word Clark. So it was all just a bunch of mimics.
3: Yeah. <gasps> in oh a trench coat walking <laughs> into Evanville. Yeah, kind of. I mean, it wasn't a trench coat. It was more like we all hid in a wagon. That was one of you. Yeah, one of us was <laughs> the wagon.
5: It was one of you the horse? Yeah. Oh.
4: Yeah. I believe Glark was the horse at the time. That's why it's Slark and Glark. Glark, Slark, Blark, Flark, Zark. Uh, Yeah, it's pretty much all of us like that. We don't really know any other human names before we got here. We just kind (laughs) of said that as we came in.
3: Uh, Do you still eat people? Oh, no. We eat mostly the food
4: that we make here, but it costs a shit ton of money because, once again, we're mimics, (laughs) so we got to eat a lot.
5: Yeah. It mostly Whoa. just goes
4: All the money that we make Goes back into Just buying a lot of food The good thing is We don't really care If it's cooked So
5: it Takes a lot less time That's Yeah I That's mean salad, Bitch Oh shit Sorry <laughs> You know what would be A great name to put Unnecessary Letters in front of Caius Caius Ka- Caius Lark No that doesn't sound Nearly as good What? Caius Caius That's a good name What <laughs>
4: <laughs> no, was... I'm not really understanding Never mind. And Don't this table is just talking to you the entire time. It's weird, because, like, your hands are on the table, and it's just moving back and forth as the mouth is opening and closing.
3: Uh, who, who do I, uh, talk to? Me. Well, I mean, but, like, do I, do I order it? Yeah, just tell me what you want. What do you have to eat?
4: Well, it's breakfast time, so cinnamon rolls, donuts, uh, fried donuts that we got, and we also have pancakes and eggs.
3: I mean, I guess we just take
4: the lot, right? Yeah. All right. Everything. They want the lot. No,
5: everything.
4: Is that a, a, they want the everything. Wait, no, that's actually <laughs> a thing. Like, you can get the everything.
5: it's the everything?
4: The everything is a pancake with a cinnamon roll on top of it with eggs on top of the cinnamon roll with syrup poured on
5: top. I'll try it. Ar-
3: All right. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. It's Arno? not good. <laughs> I don't <laughs> care.
4: Anything you recommend, I guess? Arna just says, Actually, the cinnamon rolls here are quite exquisite. They're my favorite. They're the jumbo cinnamon rolls. Like, they are huge. Give me one of everything.
5: Wait, we're having harvest time tonight, which means there's going to be a lot of food, so maybe I should go lighter?
4: I'm just going to go heavy on
3: everything.
5: You want the everything?
3: Well, no, I'm going to get one of everything. All right. right.
4: Not an everything. One of everything.
3: You
5: know what? I'll do the everything.
4: (laughs) You see the mouth disappear for a moment. And then it reappears, and he says, all right, your order's been placed. Wait, how, how, I figured you'd just, like, roll away. Well, I fucking didn't, did I? Bitch.
5: Nailed hey.
4: it. Got him. Good okay. Job. Uh, Yeah, once again, mimic colony so we can kind of talk to each other a little bit. Oh, okay. But it's only like cinnamon roll like that but it's not really palatable for other people to hear because it sounds like eldritch murmuring which probably wouldn't be very nice to hear as a customer
5: how did you develop your voice then um i just kind of
4: started moving the lips at i don't remember when i was born or anything like that me too what me too okay well that's normal for most mortal beings
3: (laughs) what variation of clark are you then
4: Oh, yeah, uh, I'm Flark.
3: Okay. Flark. With an F or a PH?
4: Uh, well, we only put one letter in front.
3: Okay. So it's F L A R K. Who got to be Clark?
4: We kind of don't use that name in honor of the
3: last guy (laughs) we ate.
5: Yeah.
1: Because
4: we were like, wow, that actually kind of felt bad because he had a family and we we felt kind of bad about that part considering, you know, work. Empathy isn't something we've always had. And then all of a sudden, we were like, ooh, empathy. That sounds kind of neat. And then we started eating people and we were like, maybe this is bad. And then we stopped. It was a long, complicated process. Did Clark gift you with empathy? I'm not really sure about that. All I know is we all feel real shitty about it. And, <laughs> and uh, we don't really use the name Clark anymore.
5: Wait, are you guys celebrating Harvest Tide?
4: We usually have Harvest Tide feasts later in the day. Oh.
5: But well, happy harvest time.
4: Do you cater? Do we cater? <laughs> I mean, we could, I guess, but I'm not sure how easy it would be for us to just roll a bunch of food down to your house. You get a wagon. You just become a wagon.
5: You, you put oh, the food in boxes. actually, you're right.
4: I haven't been a wagon in a long time. Uh, over the course of, of this entire conversation, you see this very small cart just wheel over to you. Good. <laughs> and you see a mouth appear from the front of the cart and it just says, take your food! And <laughs> yeah, there's right. just a bunch of food in the cart. I, I take it. I take it. And he just says, Slark, be kind. And he's like, that's
0: literally not what you're supposed to do here. <laughs>
4: <laughs> and uh, Flark just like motions down with his head, just tilts the whole table towards the cart, motioning for you to all grab your food.
5: Yeah, I take we, it. We said so we grabbed our food. Okay.
4: Uh, you grab it. Uh, and for the sake of uh, of brevity, you all uh, you know jab back and forth with your table as you get your food uh, with flark. Uh, you know you get cinnamon rolls, eggs, bacon. You get the everything. Her oh yeah. Uh, it's wonderful, except for the everything. Which is pretty good, but it's not incredible. Yeah, yeah, because once again, it's just a pile of like breakfast goulash. Yeah, but that's just I, kind of all slapped together. If
5: you're not getting all the bits of your breakfast in one bite, what are you doing?
4: <laughs> I'm a sequential eater, so I, I, I don't you know. I, that's
5: specifically why I said actually.
4: Uh, oh gosh, and the, <laughs> yes, um, you eat to your heart's content. Uh, oh, 867 no, no, no. tries to stab the table a few times, thinking that it's like no. aiming towards you to bite. No. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> but then uh, you all assure him it's not a problem. And he just kind of very confusedly holds a sword above the table. And he just looks down. And he says, I do not understand this establishment.
5: It's all right. Just know that everybody has a friend.
4: They have insulted you many times.
5: Uh, yeah, but it's funny.
4: It's funny to insult people
5: um in this establishment to do. Yes. Only only
4: in here. Yes. It is funny. No. He looks over at you Val, and he says, <laughs> "It is funny to insult people."
5: No, it's not. Only oh. in this establishment.
4: Only in this establishment.
5: Unless they deserve it. <sighs>
4: Unless they deserve it. Yes. I will I will factor these subroutines into my <laughs> calculation of whether it is good to insult someone.
5: I mean, if you want to insult somebody, you do, buddy. All right. Yes. Are you going to do it?
4: He kind of just sits there and shakes for a moment. Oh. And then he sheathes his sword and he says, you're a jerk to the table. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Got him. And, the, and, and, and Flark just says, wow, that was a really good job. Pretty, you, You're about as skilled as I am at this. <laughs> oh. Hey, that was a singer. <laughs> you did that. Oh, wow, I did it. Good job, me. <laughs> pat myself on the back. Can't do that, actually, because I'm a table.
5: I'll pat you. <laughs> that's Sorry. my
4: front. So that's not. Okay. What I, <laughs> you, you gave it a good go. Yeah. <laughs> uh, good job, buddy. Roll me perception checks, both of you. Oh, oh, no. uh, perception. Oh, That'd eleven. Eleven. 11. And I was yawning. thirteen. Thirteen. Both of you. Uh, Don't uh, say anything. Y- right. You just are focused down on your food. Um, Does anyone food? else see it? Yeah. Does Arno get a uh, food check? Oh yeah. I'll, you know what? You're you're so right. Both uh, Arno you're and right. eight six seven. Oh. Get perception checks. Was that good? He rolled exactly the DC.
5: No! Nice. Oh.
4: 867 does not. He is too busy focusing on insulting the table. Yeah.
5: Adam um,
4: Arno just says to you, Val, he goes, oh, fucking hell. And he holds his head down in his hands uh, and he motions towards the right side of him over towards the door.
3: I look at the door. It's the guy.
4: You see a group of people being accosted by the furniture in this establishment nice. that are walking towards you. Three of them are approaching. Um, you see a uh, a human man, um, which you recognize to be Villivar, a <laughs> of course, a uh, Firbolg, and a stocky dwarf woman in plate armor. Um, the Villivar is for for you. Her, he's a man with dark brown skin and piercing brown eyes. Hmm. Um, Uh, His hair is buzzed on the sides and short on the top, and he wears a blue long blazer over well-dressed black slacks and a white shirt. The one thing that's different about him today, Val, is that he carries a small spyglass in his hands and he's flipping it around, and it is currently closed. As soon as you look at him, you see a blue otter strung around his neck. He hands it something from his hands, the otter takes it and begins snacking and fades away into a blue mist.
5: I look at Val and I say, who's that? Oh, that was the guy who assaulted us. 867, get your sword out.
4: 867 immediately draws his sword.
3: Hey, uh, Flark? (laughs) Yeah? You ever miss eating people? Mmm. Like the taste of people? No, no, definitely not. Well, if, if, say a bar brawl were to break out in this establishment. Yeah? Would you eat the man responsible? It's...
5: He deserves it. Possible! (laughs) Good to know. Thank you. Just so you know, you have our permission should anything arise
4: i don't know if i have my permission or my boss's permission
5: well you do feel empathy and that will be well if they convenient. break anything
4: in here they're technically attacking you so <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> um oh, for the fear uh, he stands eight feet tall with deep blue skin uh, his eyes are drained of expression and emotion and he's a droopy face he wears ill-fitting leathers around his chest and dark brown pants with a staff in his right hand. Um, the dwarf is a stocky dwarf woman in full plate armor, and she's holding a powerful-looking warhammer. Her hair is black and only a few inches long. Um, she has piercing green eyes and is constantly looking to Villavar to gauge his interest. Villavar says, "Well, if it isn't the prodigy and the failure, son." After we met last, I did some looking into you a bit more, Mr. Vasago. <laughs> Your father was Essen Vasago, the leader of the guard during the attack on the city half a year ago? The one who literally failed at every possible junction and let people get slaughtered? The only thing worse than that was lose his house in the Tiefling Quarter in a gambling match, huh? <laughs> uh, remember all those scorching rays you missed? Oh, Tiefling Quarter. Burnesh, uh who owns all the houses in the Tiefling Quarter now? Uh, the dwarven woman looks up and she says... The Vero? And Villavar returns, Oh yeah, the Vero. Wonder who he lost it to. Who do you work for again, Arno? Oh, Arno looks up from his hand being on top of him and he says, You can obviously tell Villavar like, came in and like rehearsed this, like, <laughs> this thing and you said the Scorching Rays and he was just like, uh, and he just pressed <laughs> through. and
5: He's like <laughs> uh, sitting in the shower like, oh, ah.
4: Yeah, yeah, I'm going pr- to practice this one. Um, uh, Arno just returns back to Vilivar after that question. He just says, I don't see how there's any business of yours. And Vilevar returns back with, ah, quite right. My apologies. And uh, and Flark returns back with, sheesh. I thought I was the one who was supposed to be roasting people. <laughs> <laughs>
5: Sorry, um, she looks at Villavar and just says, who the fuck are you?
4: <laughs> Villavar kind of, like, steps back. He's like, oh, interesting. Like, he kind of, like, looks at you with this kind of cocked head. He says, uh, my name is Villavar. He's a shitty wizard. You know, kind of quite quaint that you came to treat your friends to a place like this. Must cost a lot of money, eh? And Villivar says this as he grabs a couple of plates off the table and shoves them onto the floor. Uh, Arno looks up towards Villivar and he basically returns back with, Come on now, Villivar, we're just having, trying to have a nice harvest time. We can discuss whatever you'd like later. And Arno reaches down to grab the plates that Villavar pulled off the table. But just as soon as he leans for them, there's this heavy wham and sickening snap as Villavar has brought his knee up to Arno's head, and Arno crumples into a pile on the ground, one of his horns cracking in half from the impact.
5: <laughs> Villavar. Oh, wait, he just kneed him in the head. He just kneed him in the yeah. head and
4: snapped his fucking horn in oh, half.
5: Oh, let me. Villavar.
4: Arno is just crumpled unconscious on the ground.
5: If you don't stop assaulting my friends, what do you want me to tell your family when I'm done with you?
4: Villavar just says, he he looks up towards you, and he says, I don't think it's necessarily going to be a question of what my family will say or, or will need to be said to. It is more of what I have been told by your family
5: you come to tag me?
4: Shouldn't be hard. Really? Well, I mean, look at you. You're tiny, scrawny.
3: I cast burning hands on all three of them.
4: <gasps> a blast of flame emits out around fr- uh, from you. Uh, go ahead and it's a it's a spell save DC, right? Yes. Okay. Um, let me roll that for them. Uh, what is your spell save DC? Uh, 15. Okay. Let me open up their Sheets here really quick. Uh, You know
3: what, we'll do it as a level two.
4: A level two Burning hand. Okay, and it is um, uh, DC uh, 15 for what? Uh, Dexterity. Dexterity.
5: I was talking to Jackson out in the hole, and I was like, man, when am I gonna get my non-wholesome time and- um, (laughs) Found it! I found it. It's now.
4: All right, Uh, Vilivar has dexterity saving throw of plus two, so he fails. Hmm. Um, <laughs> Brenesh definitely fails, and Kogula is going to also roll, but I'm not sure he's got anything better. They all fail. Ha, huh. good. They're going to go ahead and take 4d6 damage. Mother of God. Uh, That's six.
3: six.
4: And five. five. So a- 11 total. Dang. Okay. So, uh, Kogala, Brunesh. And Villivar. Okay, Uh, let me write in their health points after you smack them silly. You said 11? Yeah. Okay. Flark, Uh, we were assaulted. You saw it. He just looks up and he goes, Oh yeah, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, uh, yeah! And he looks up towards the, the two that are there, and you just see these large purple arms extend out of Flark Ooh. as he stands up two big legs and the table bends forward and the mouth opens extremely wide. I pat him. He just Go, stands buddy. up and he goes, ha, ha. Human! Oh no, hold on. I'm better than this. <laughs> I bet it ah, And he him. starts jumping towards them. Him. Uh right as this happens, you uh You are seeing that Kogola Wow Um Kogola is going to try and reach forward towards you, okay. her. And as he does so, uh Flark just nabs him in the side. Uh, and Flark is going to deal. Eight damage to oh. Kogola as he bites into his arm. Kogola, you just hear this. The, he's the large uh, Fear bulg, and yeah. he just as he gets bitten in this arm. But he lays his arm on your shoulder. And right as that happens, Brenesh, the, the dwarf, touches his other hand. And in that moment, uh, you see uh, Vilivar put his hand on Brenesh. Uh, You hear an explosion far off in the distance. Villavar's eyes look towards both of his companions, and Kogala, he gets, once again, he gets his hands on you, and all of them link hands together. Villavar opens up his spyglass and he extends it to full length with the three separate pieces of it constructing, uh, with their constructions end on end, and he aims it out the window with one eye closed. Go ahead and cast a spell. Uh, you may do that. You may do that really quickly, but this is all happening in a fraction of a second.:
5: Oh, I was going to cast a uh, second level thunder wave.
4: Thunder wave? Yeah. Okay. Um, I will have you do that as this is resolving. OK, if that is okay. Um. okay. Right as he does that and he looks through this spyglass, all of them linking hands, he looks through the spyglass and aims it out of the window. And as he opens his other eye that was closed from the spyglass, it falls to the ground, shattering, and all four of you are gone. Oh. And right as you land outside, this pulse of energy emits from you. What do you do? It's a con save. It's a constitution save. Okay. Um, what is your DC? <laughs>
5: 14.
4: 14. Uh, okay. Vilevar is going to succeed. Oh. Uh, Brenesh is not going to succeed. Oddly enough, being the most constitutionally adept, and I believe also Kogola is not going to succeed.
5: So the only person that isn't pushed is Bilabar. and they take two D eight thunder damage. Uh, sorry, right. they take
2: three D eight thunder
3: damage. Two. There you go. Oh, I actually I marked the wrong slot.
5: Thirteen damage.
4: Thirteen damage. Oh my god! And gosh. they're
5: pushed ten feet away.
4: Kogala looks fucked up. Yeah, I was about to say Kogala's
2: like line down. Yeah,
4: yeah. Um, and uh, he takes half damage on that, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, thirteen halved is going to be six. Villavar is looking bad. Kogala is looking bad. Brenesh is looking bad. Um, okay. Yeah! Wow! This opening, this opening bombardment from you all is definitely not doing good for them. No. <laughs> um. You, Val, make me a perception check. Uh, nat twenty. Nice! Oh. Very good. Uh, twenty six. You look around. Flark is just pacing around, looking around inside the building. He looks down at Arno and he picks him up, uh, just kind of cradling him, uh, trying to protect him from any other threat that might be around. Flark definitely seems to like Arno um, and he is just trying to protect him as Arno is still unconscious on the ground. Mm-hmm. You look out the window and you see just further down the block, out in the distance where uh, where Villavar could have seen, is the group of the four people out of the window like he looked out there with the spyglass yeah. and all of them teleported out there and it was like a one time use and the spyglass shattered on the ground. Uh 867 just it, he looks up he stands up from this seat and he sees you looking out he yeah, looks out I the point. window and he just goes protect and he boom flies out the window oh. and he smashes through Perfect. the he smashes through the frame. I was going to do that but yeah. I'm glad he did it. Oh yeah. And he he jumps out. Uh, he is going to take uh, one. D- Let's do one d4. That sounds like a reasonable amount of damage to take from breaking window for a big metal man. One. Yeah. He takes, takes one damage. One damage. Attaboy. Well, considering he doesn't. I mean, he's he's not meant for battle.
5: <laughs> he's gonna try his best, though. He's, he's gonna, gonna try his best.
4: Yeah, he's, he's definitely gonna try his best. Um, okay, so. You all have gotten your your early round of this. <sighs> They've gotten, uh, so far. We've got a round that still needs to happen for um, for Kogula and Brenesh as well. Um, so why don't we just have everybody roll initiative, and <gasps> the rest of us will just do whatever in the order that
3: Ah uh,
5: yes. Uh, What'd you get? Uh, I rolled an 18 plus six, so a 24. Wow! I I
4: did get a three, but psych, I got a 16. Nice, very good. (laughs) Yeah, so like you you stumble out of the window, but then all of a sudden, when you stumble out of the window, you actually do a front flip and it like presses you farther out of the window (laughs) than if you would have just normally jumped. Lucky Valros. Lucky Valros, baby. All right. Uh, and we're going to order them as such. Her, um, you definitely got the early one. Vilivar has already taken his, t- his turn. Val has taken. You guys actually ended up at the top of the order anyways. <laughs> oh, nice. Okay. So okay. it makes complete sense. Um, it's
5: always the lackeys that go last. Because <laughs> they're, they're lacking.
4: Uh, Kogola looks down at himself. Uh, at uh himself.
5: 10 feet away, right?
4: Yes, Kogola okay. looks down at himself. You are now in the center of the street. There's like people that have been like that are around you uh, in a like a very wide circle. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe like four or five that have kind of been observing this in the current moment, mm-hmm. right? And uh Kogula just looks down at himself and he just kind of grabs the arm where Flark just hit him mm-hmm. and he casts cure wounds at uh, second level. This is on where himself. I
5: wish I had counter spell.
4: Soon. Soon. soon 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 dot JPEG.
5: <laughs> oh.
4: oh my god is it a one that was terrible yes uh <laughs> that was a total of seven plus his uh wisdom modifier which is three so he heals for a total of 10 hit points Uh, yeah, and he's going to stand back a little bit further, um, but Brenesh walks up to you, uh, her, and he, she is going to grab her arm around you and start, uh, she basically puts her, her full plate arm underneath your chin and starts mm-hmm. dragging you back. Uh, roll me a strength, uh, contest.
5: Oh, my poor little zero strength. Fifteen. Fifteen. <laughs> Actually? Let's see here. Am I a slippery little weasel? Slippery little weasel!
4: She got oh she got a 15 2. And that is a total so attacker wins Aww. on on that. So she is going to grab you and she pulls you forward towards uh I just towards the edge. You just start screaming bloody murder, kicking out as this happens. Val, you are rushing towards this scenario.
5: I'm not gonna scream in the studio, but
4: right, no, you are bloody murder screaming. Uh You're welcome. At this moment, eight six seven stands up and he is uh, he is walking towards these uh, these two people. And as he does so, he passes by both Brenesh and uh, and Villivar as he tries to get to you. Okay, uh, and you both of Ko- Kogla. Oh, sorry, Kogula. he passes by Kogla and, and Villivar so trying people, to get didn- to Brenesh Yeah, uh, the, the, he passes by the Firbolg and the human trying to get to the dwarf. Uh, and they're both gonna make opportunity attacks on him as he does. Uh,
5: no, that, buddy. That, that is
3: a
4: hit. Buddy. That is a hit.
5: Buddy! What's his AC?
4: What? No, that's hits. That's hits. AC eight, eight six seven was hitting. Oh. Eight, no, 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 no. They they he oh. passed by them, moving oh, out of their they got opportunity attacks. He doesn't right. know how to he doesn't yeah. know fighting. So yeah. he doesn't know that these are bad things for him. Yeah. So he walks through them and as they strike is <laughs> gonna bob him for what? A D four? Villavar is actually okay with with uh, his his uh, like short staff, which he pulls out from his uh, his long blazer, um, and he is going to uh, hit him for a D6 plus one bludgeoning damage. Hold on, I'm rolling my dice. That's a five, so six total. Uh, you see. Uh, he brings this, this uh, short quarter staff down on the front of 867's face. You see there's a dent that goes into the front and some of the glass just starts shattering in front of 867's uh, oh. eye Bloody as he moves forward. And, wow, okay, creepers, creepers. That spell and, I got
5: was a forewarning.
4: And uh, let's see, uh, with Kogola. Kogola has a shillelied club which he deals with a, 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 D, a D8 plus three bludgeoning damage on. Chile-le. Oh my, oh my God. God. That was an eight, eight oh. plus three, Eleven. which is 11. Eight, six, seven had five hit points left. Oh. Eight, six, seven poof, slams into the ground. And you see, like his whole like, lower torso just gets dented in as this second club comes down in front of him. Oh, I'm mad. He lands on the ground, crumpled and broken and bruised. Um, you see that he is stuttering out this constant string of words. Protect, protect, protect. And with the last moments of his energy, he raises his right arm into the air and he shoots a projectile of it oh. out into the sky. I need an arcana check from both of you to discern what it is.
5: Oh no. Uh,
3: 12 plus 16 plus six.
4: 12 plus three, 15. 15. 22. Both of you, for a moment, you see nothing going up, but as you focus in and you try and take in this arcane this arcane gesture uh, of of perceiving things in the world, right? You see that this is invisible arcane energy. This is an infrared blast of light that only people who could discern arcane magics would be able to understand or people who have been built to see them.
5: Uh Uh-oh. He said, it's gang time.
4: You hear the dull thud of time being kept in the distance. The bell towers on the church begin to chime. They ring out over and over. The flare dances across the sky. The
2: clock strikes ten. Join us for Choose Your Own Adventure Team Quest, a game where teams of adventurers navigate through a classic choose-your-path-to-adventure story with the goal of winning prizes from locally-owned businesses in the Cedar Rapids-Iowa City Corridor. Each episode is fun, new, and exciting. Listen to the story and then see if you would make the same decisions as our team's. Will our teams travel to the tops of the Himalayas as they search for the exclusive Yeti? Will they dive to the bottom of the ocean to search for the lost city of Atlantis? Or will they travel through space and time as they explore distant planets and discover new forms of life? Which team will be your favorite? Will they enter the glorious hallways of the Adventurers Hall of Fame by winning the season Championship? Choose Your Own Adventure Team Quest is produced and distributed by the LAS Podcast Network right here in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. For more information, visit LASPodcastNetwork.com. New episodes released every other week on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. For bonus episodes of this show, ad-free versions of all LAS podcasts and many other exclusive benefits, consider subscribing to LAS Plus for just $10 a month. To learn more and to get started, visit laspodcastnetwork.com slash plus. So come and join us for an adventure. And always remember, the choice is yours.
0: L.A.S.
6: Hello, guys. My name is Devin Green, and this is the Innovative Creative podcast dedicated to helping designers and clients better understand design using an alternative way of thought. I've been designing for 16 plus years and I felt that people need this knowledge. Whether you are a new or an experienced designer, I can give you tips that can better help your design journey. I also know that clients sometimes have a hard time working with designers. This is my way to help clear the confusion. Join me on your favorite podcasting platform as I dive into design tips, communication tactics, and much more. I release episodes every Wednesday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, on my website at InnovativeCreative.fm and wherever you listen to podcasts. This podcast is proudly produced and distributed by the LAS Podcast Network right here in Cedar Rapids Island. The Innovative Creative is free to listen to, but if you want bonus content and to support local creators, subscribe to LAS+. For more information on that, head on over to LASPodcastNetwork.com.
4: Shadow, you see that infrared light in the distance. You look down at the body in front of you. What do you do? Um, is Vintner just still standing there? Vintner has, like, kind of been shoved off to the side. He is still staring down at you. He holds this
0: firearm down towards the body in front of you. I, uh, I scoop her up in my arms, and I I start running towards the light. You just hear him just and he walks
4: back into the flames and he just says Krillin get out here and he starts shouting for whoever was in the building and Shadow you hear voices and shouts around you they seem to fade in this like low monotonous hum the edges of buildings blur ever so slightly as if reality can't seem to focus for your eyes. You take a single step forward, and as your foot lands, the cobblestone beneath your feet cracks from the acceleration. Your movement carries you with incredible speed, as if each extension feels like a leap propelling you forward. You start churning your way like a train down this pathway down this alley towards wherever this is in almost instant, you feel like you are passing by block by block by block it is instantaneous your your movement is faster than you've ever ever gone and you're not sure why you don't understand you see people as you're passing by they try and turn their heads to look at you and they're too slow jeez You are moving so quickly that the blood that is pooling in her chest is starting to fall behind you. And as it's moving off of you, it's staying in the air. It can't fall fast enough for you to perceive it.
5: Jesus. Gotta go fast.
4: You sprint towards this. And as you round this last corner you slam shoulder into a building leaving a huge dent into the side of the stone so that you can turn the corner quickly and the entire building rocks with you and portions of the stone just start flying off but because you're moving so fast Mm -hmm. they haven't hit the ground before you take one two more steps towards wherever this this flare is. As you look forward, you see on the ground in a crumpled mass, 867 has his arm raised up, and it just begins to fall down slowly, as you see the flare coming directly from beneath where it is. He there was the one that shot it, and farther off in the distance, you see her being dragged away by this dwarven woman, and Val is coming out. You see cards flipping between his hands as he starts to mull them over, and uh, there is a large fear and. Villivar, the human with a blue long blazer, is currently holding a wand
0: towards your companions. What do you do? Um, I call for eight, six, just eight, six, seven, please. You start to say the
4: words and you hear them fine. But as you say them, like you can, you hear almost like it's higher pitched. And then you realize the sound waves are passing by you slower than you're moving. And it's almost like you are causing a sonic boom as you emit sound moving forward. Jeez. You sprint towards them. And at this moment you are on top of them and you take this body
0: in, in this split second decision. What do you do with this body? And what do you do with these three people? Um, I'm running up to 867, um, and just, uh, trying to help pull, pull him out of it. Um, and, uh, 867, please, do you know how to provide medical attention?
4: He just looks up, he, like, is staring there, but he can't turn fast enough for you. He's trying to move to respond to you, but you're moving too quick. You hear her, and her screams are emanating outwards from her, and you realize that the only thing that is in the same time speed as you is her.
0: Oh, I, uh, I, I'm just like collecting that knowledge just, and she's being drug away? Yeah, at this moment, yes by a large dwarven woman who is carrying she has her arm wrapped around her neck and is basically choke dragging her away I would in full plate armor. Run over to her. Um and wherever her that lady's arm is grabbing her, I just grab it and just just throw it away and I don't care if it just breaks whatever. I'm just okay. ripping it away and just as you try to go up and grab her, you still have
4: mimi in your arms and you grab towards this woman's arm and as you do so from the slightest force force of your touch you watch the armor distort as if ripples pass over it the recoil they recoil ever so slightly as you watch bones cave beneath their skin as you grab your force effortless effortlessly carries through you've always been able to do things quickly but this is beyond your comprehension. You grab her arm, and as you do, your fingers sink through the metal as ripples of power radiate around her arm, and you sink in, and you grab the internals of her arm and yank it off of her, and as you do so, you pull this body away, and you see the half of her split in two as beneath you and this current speed, you are just a force of nature. You grab her body to push her away and your hand sinks through her torso. Oh God. And oh. you turn her into jelly. You <laughs> make her, her nothing in an instant of a second. Oh. And she falls backwards and you just hear this sickening as she just falls into guts on the ground. I, uh. Roll initiative. Oh.
5: oh God damn. Hi, Shadow. Welcome back. <laughs> I guess.
0: Uh. 19. 19? That's fucking fast. <laughs> <laughs>
5: but not faster than me. Well. Not fastest initiative in the West. Uh, all right. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I mean, easier than post a ventilator on.
4: Holy crap. Okay. Brenesh is dead. Uh. Okay. Oh
3: could that means I can still talk shit to Villavar we come back
4: up to the top her you you see this moment the only one who can perceive what is happening to Shadow Mm -hmm. you look at him you understand he comes towards you pushes this other force off of you he's currently carrying Mimi in his arms covered in cloth and bandage that is made from some sort of torn fabric what do you do
5: is Mimi bleeding
4: Mimi is bleeding to death in his arms can I see her you can see her.
5: Uh, I undo some of the cloth really quickly. Yeah. It cuts, bruises.
4: She has been shot in the chest. Time recovery. Okay. Uh, what yeah. is So can you read that off to us? Because yes. that's a custom homebrew spell that we've got. It says, choose a creature that you can
5: see within range. Time reverses over their wounds, healing the creature. The creature regains 2d12 hit points. Holy A creature shit. affected by the spell can only be affected once per long rest. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
4: Okay. d Twelve. You
0: roll me two D twelve. As you're like uncovering and Seven. just looking, I'd be like, "Please." Seven. I know that you got that thing. I don't. I can't do anything. Shh.
5: And I see the wounds. Yeah. And the rage sort of dissipates. Okay. And she just like holds her arms over Mimi and says, "Mimi." She what just happened? looks up. And she's I don't know. I'm. Help, please. I don't know what's going on. You're, you'll be okay, I promise. And I put a hand over where the wound is mm-hmm. and start channeling energy okay. through it.
4: As you put your hand over, the orb comes up from the side of your uh, uh, of your belt and it. Re- like rests itself underneath your hand. And as it rests underneath your hand, you see the clock on the front face of it start to <laughs> wind itself backwards.
5: Ooh, okay.
4: And in in this moment, you twist your left hand backwards as well, mm-hmm. and the wounds start reversing. And you see this blast of force just come out of her body.
5: Fourteen hit points.
4: And she heals fourteen hit points. You just hear her breathe. <laughs> oh, oh,
5: oh, thank you. It's okay. <sighs> you just say who did this. Um, Vintner. Okay. Vintner. No.
4: Oh, or sorry, she doesn't say Vintner. No. What? What? He doesn't. She doesn't know that name. He looked like a man. She's just like
5: I don't know. Man, bad. I don't know. Obviously, yes, bad, bad. Yes, of course. Hey. She slaps thank her you. face. Can I cast a cantrip as a bonus action or is that not a thing?
4: Nope. You cannot cast a cantrip that as a What was,
5: bonus was the stipulation for?
4: A uh, stipulation is you can cast a spell, a leveled spell, uh, and a non-leveled spell yeah. in the same turn. So, so like, if... if you have a bonus action spell, you can cast over your bonus action uh, and a cantrip. Uh, yeah.
5: Gotcha. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha.
6: Who, who okay. else is here?
5: You just say, Villabah. I look around. I say, him and I point at Villavar. No,
0: I don't mm.
3: need
5: to talk more shit before he dies. <laughs> Better do it quickly then. I can't. I'm moving in
3: slow mo. That's what I I would,
4: no, I would. no, no, and you're now you're now fine. Oh, yeah, good. You're, you're good now. But it is uh, you are up just after Villavar.
3: Yeah. As as this is happening, you all just hear this applause. As Val has stopped running and is just walking in the direction of Villavar, <laughs> he just goes, puts his puts his hand over his eyes and goes. Villavar, where did your friend go?
2: <laughs> she was here for a moment standing, and now she's
4: gone! He's just standing there, his eyes are wide, and his hands just drop to his side, and he just goes, Are you fucking kidding me? Oh, I thought this was going to be easy! He is just like in complete shock.
3: Ah, you couldn't keep it in your pants for one second, <laughs> could you?
5: Don't try it again.
4: Uh, and That's my turn. And with that, it is Villivar's turn. No, it's Shadow's turn. Uh, it was Shadow, but he gets he gets that first round. Ra- yeah. So I've been like, our- oh, I've been trying to slot people into I the order as saying. they come in. I give them their entry round, yeah, and his- then they get slotted in. Yeah, after. I got gotcha, you. Yeah. I got gotcha. you. Okay. So, okay gotcha. Yeah. So it is. It is now uh, Villivar's turn, um, and he is going to cast. Scorching Ray <laughs> ah, as he switches up spell. and he, he just like still wide-eyed. He is terrified of this this creature uh, that just came through and slammed into all of you. And he casts Scorching Ray at you, Shadow.
0: Okay. Um, what is your AC? My AC is... My AC or my spell, is spell save? Uh, okay. Your AC. My AC is 18. Okay. He has a, a
4: spell attack modifier of plus five. Okay. The first one is a 19. Okay. The second one is an eight, and the third is a seven. Oh, oh. that is very that is very on par. Villavar, everybody! Yeah,
5: could a worse guy. The
4: dice are basically like, yeah, Villavar sucks. Guys. Shitty
5: wizard. <laughs> Shitty wizard. Uh, uh,
4: all right, and Shadow, Lydia you are going Shizard. to take two d six fire damage from okay. that. Uh, you're going to take a total of five
0: fire damage from Ooh. Scorching Ray. Okay. Do I get to? Oh, it's all, all my stuff is melee attacks in response to. So right. never mind. Yeah, he's yep. he's roughly like ten feet away from you at this
4: point. Sure. Um, and the other Fearbulg is about fifteen feet away from you too. Okay. Um, and as he does that, he says, he turns to uh, the Fearbulg and he says, "Kogola, this is why we brought you. Kill that fucking thing." And uh, he looks over towards Kogola, the the um, the. Oh my gosh, Fearbulk, I just said it. Val, it is your turn. Uh, how far away are they from me? Uh, he is currently maybe about thirty feet away from you. Cause keep in mind they had all teleported out and yeah. run away a little bit, so you've got the most distance on them.
3: Cool, but I can I can catch them.
4: Yeah, for sure, 30. for sure. Sweet.
3: Yeah, I'm gonna just slowly, nonchalantly take my time, okay. and close the distance, <laughs> okay. and uh, I'm gonna put a hand on Villavar's back on his shoulder, uh, as, with the deck of cards in the other hand, and be like. Sucks to suck, and I'm gonna shoot all the cards out in like yeah. a waterfall as I cast Burning Hands at level two again, oh, turning nice. him and Konga. Gee- Congola, uh, kongola
4: Kogola. Yeah. Uh, so Kogola's just gonna be outside of the. He's he's ten and fifteen. So that I had had them kind of like in a uh, a right angle, uh, aiming away from uh, from Val, or aiming away from Shadow. If you angled it, give me a uh in te- give me an Arcana check and we'll see if you can fit both of them perfectly in.
3: Ooh, so that would be a nat one, but it's not gonna be, it's gonna be oh, a 15.
4: Very nice, yeah. You <laughs> actually, nice. you try and move to the side and you're like, I can't hit this. And then all of a sudden, uh, Kogola trips on a rock and he <laughs> falls backwards, and you are able to hit them huh. both in this same blast. I Ooh. need deck saves. All right, uh, what is your spell save, DC? 15. 15, Villavar succeeds, Kogola does not. Can
5: you re-roll Villavar? Ah, ah
4: Villavar, The okay. time powers. Well, but what does that look like?
5: I need to know if he succeeds or not, and then I'll tell you. He succeeded. No, succeeds on the re-roll.
4: Well, see at a Why do I need to re-roll Villavar?
5: Because my time thing. She's well,
4: but what does it look like?
5: Oh, um, you have your hand on him, so I'm not sure how exactly he would get away. But it looks like he's about to weasel his way out of Val's grasp, and I hold my orb up, and I put my hand on the dial and turn it back so that as he's trying to weasel away, yeah. he's pushed, hopefully, back enough in time yeah, he, to the point where he's still being held. By he dollars. starts
4: to move outwards out of the cone and you're like, shit, he's gonna get away. And then he moves backwards into <sighs> the same space and <laughs> he tries again. And this one, his dexterity save against a 15, is thirteen. And Yay! He fails. All
3: right.
6: Roll me so, that damage,
4: boy. Uh, five uh, seven,
3: seven. So dang. twelve to both of them.
4: Uh, Ooh. five and seven. Yeah, twelve. Okay. Oh my Ooh. gosh, Villavar is looking very bad. <laughs> Quispy. Uh, Kogala is also looking relatively bad, but not not nearly as bad as Villavar is. Uh, wow, that was an awesome turn. <laughs> very good. Okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, is that the end of your turn, Val? Um. He just stands there, like, burning, torched, all of his, his his long blazer, the one that he looks like he spent a ton of money on, is now just singed at all of the edges and burning up at the tails. Yeah, that's what I wanted. Uh,
3: how far is is Shadow in contact with any of them?
4: Uh, he was. <laughs> Not anymore. <laughs> okay. Oh. Uh, okay. It, 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 remember, uh, Villavar is about ten feet away from Shadow, and Kogola is about fifteen feet away from Shadow. Ah,
3: balls. Okay, I can't. I can't telekinesis that far. Yeah. Can um,
5: I shout out to Villavar? What do you want me to tell your family?
4: <laughs> he. I'm gonna roll for him to see if he has any. any oh. Family? <laughs> Natural twenty. He just. <laughs> he looks over at you and he just says, "I'm a moron." Yes, <laughs> uh, and that's it. Uh, <laughs> and so after, after, as he's
3: burning, I go. You seem to be a little scared of my friend. Would you like? Would you like to get a closer look? And I cast telekine. I use my bonus action TK to pull shadow
4: oh, five feet toward Villavar. Very oh. nice, Sh- shadow. You just get <laughs> pulled towards Villavar. You are now within five feet of him. Oh, uh, you're, okay. sorry, he's only five feet away from you. Okay, yeah. his name's Shadow. Villavar just looks up at at Shadow, and he just goes, "I'm a moron." Yeah, now you're going to be a dead moron. <laughs> uh, and uh, at that point, it is Kogala's turn, and Kogala is going to run away. And as he does so, he looks at you, Shadow, and you see him pull out a small, um, a small spread of, like, um, tinder, and he ignites it in his hand, and he blows it towards you, and you just feel this, like, heat just
0: building up inside of you uh, as he casts Heat Metal... On does, your body? Is he within like as he's starting to run away? Is that within uh, opportunity attack distance?
4: No, because you got pulled towards Villavar, oh, and he's right. fifteen yeah. feet away from you. I, I couldn't. I couldn't. Get it to can you? I use
3: him.
6: lightning lure that's as he's
4: do. about to try and run? Uh, he's gonna run thirty feet now. Lightning lure you can do on your turn. Okay, yeah.
5: does it count if you are made of metal? Like, does that damage you? Yeah, like, dude. What does that damage? Yeah,
4: yeah. It's dude. oh
5: the internals. Yeah. yeah.
4: Someone has been you. You heard Villivar say, "We brought you specifically for this." Yeah, uh, oh, you, you take you take two d eight fire damage. A pot
5: unravels a little.
4: You take a total of eleven fire damage as you get focused on with this uh, with this burning sensation from the inside of you as your your armor just starts to buckle and melt underneath you. <laughs> uh, and Kogala just starts running away. He he runs full full bore. 30 feet in the opposite direction, he just starts to uh, get out of this situation as quick as he can. Okay. Um, and that is his turn. Dang. Oh wait, hold on, actually, give me one moment. Okay. Yeah, no, that is totally his turn. Okay, okay. Uh, and that is going to be, uh, eight, six, seven is going to roll me a death save. No, buddy. Oh no. He succeeds, his first death. Woo! Yes. Um.
5: And we're going to go recovery. back to the top of
4: the round with her. Zero more.
5: T- I can do time recovery zero more times unless I cast it as a ritual. Oh boy! So let's get out of combat, please. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um. Uh, looking around, is there anybody in the vicinity that registers as a threat besides Villavar?
4: Villavar and Kogla are the two. Um, Kogla is about thirty feet away, or sorry, forty-five feet away from me now.
5: 45 and he feet. is currently
4: still holding that kind of like moat of fire that is like loosely entangled with Shadow.
5: Villavar? Or the other guy? Kogolo? Okay. Yeah. Um, is Mimi behind me? Is Mimi she okay? is laying on the
4: ground behind. Or no, she's, she's, she's still she's, in my she's arms. She's still in your I never, arms. never like, yeah. let her go. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Currently, Shadow is just cradling her with his left I mean, arm. Um... Like it's almost like this locked thing. You are, Shadow, you're terrified that Mimi is going to get hurt by this hot metal
0: on you. Yeah. I oh, Like fuck. hot potato esque just like please take her
5: i'm not close to you you got pulled away
0: yeah but it's your turn you can move
5: uh i mean i'll move does it waste my action if i grab her because there's something that i really want
4: to do no no i wouldn't say so
5: okay then for flavor i'm like yeah of course i'll of course. like try and set I, her down and I, just I hold her and put her <laughs> on the ground because she's okay. a she's a full grown woman yeah she can do what she wants yeah um i will She can get shot all she wants i will hold my orb up and it will uh i will hold the orb up between my two hands so yeah. it's floating and uh, and she sort of thinks for a minute and, like, passes the ball back and forth between her hands and says, hmm. <sighs> right. And she looks at the ball and it lights on fire as I cast Chromatic Orb. And I just oh. send this ball out towards this person. Towards it has who? a range of 90 feet. Kogla. Kogla. Oh, very nice. I have to make a... Spell attack.
4: Okay, go ahead and make me a spell attack. I have a plus. What does your chromatic orb look like? Does it? Is it the orb, orb flying towards Kogala?
5: Yes, it is. It's the orb and it's lit on fire. Oh and my. Time is spinning really oh quickly. Boy. Like the little dial is spinning quickly. It's an 18 to hit. That hits.
4: Plus six. Dang. Very nice. That's incredible. It's
5: 3d8 damage. <laughs> what?
4: Oh. Yeah, chromatic orb, okay. baby.
5: Okay. Ah. Oh. Felt the ground.
4: I found it. Do you need D8s? I got
3: D8s. Uh, D8s? I, I'm good, but okay. thank
5: you. Seven. Eight. Eight damage. Eight
4: damage? damage? Yeah. Oh my gosh, Kogala is on death's door.
5: Can I add one so that she's no longer on death's door? <laughs> what? Can I? Can we add a little spicy extra bonus damage so she's no longer
4: <laughs> on death's door? No. You, you must deal with the Kogala.
5: Ah! <laughs> okay, fine.
4: All right. You send this out, the orb slams into him and you see this like burst of fire just spread across his body. He has to make a concentration check to see if he can keep concentration on the heat metal spell. Uh, And as he does so, he rolled a three. And and immediately the burning releases from you. And he just starts he, he's just still running away.
5: The orb comes back and I just hold it between my two hands again and I'm just like, "Good job, orb.
4: Good job."
3: <laughs> Valeross is laughing.
4: Okay. Uh Shadow, it is your turn. So I'm currently standing in front of both uh and Val. Villivar and Val. <laughs> Val. Maybe yeah.
5: maybe safe, so you're good. Yeah. You're allowed to go ahead. Can
0: you take care of this one?
4: Oh, yeah. Perfect. I could I mean, I could take
0: care of both, but yeah, you do you, buddy. Good and then i'd look over at uh the one running away at kogala yeah. kogala i yeah. haven't heard any of their names yet yeah so no totally I, <laughs> and so i yeah. just the <laughs> lightning lure at that one as i'm running towards him okay yeah you have
4: uh he ru- he ran full bore away so he's at uh 35 or he's at 45 feet from you okay and i think Uh, Lightning lure is what what range? 15. That is a perfect range for that. That is incredible. Okay, you sprint all the way towards him, and I think you have to make a spell attack, right? Uh, You make a uh, strength saving throw. Strength saving throw. Uh, And his strength saving throw... Oh. It's a minus one. Uh,
0: <laughs> okay, uh, d- did it tell you what the save was? The, strength, uh, the target must succeed on a strength saving throw or be pulled up to 10 okay. feet. Okay, I don't save? think that I necessarily told you what your spell save was,
4: and so we're just going to make it your strength. So what's eight plus your strength pl- modifier plus your proficiency? Eight plus 14. my strength mod. He rolled a fourteen oh. minus one. Oh. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So he rolled a thirteen. So right as you get over to him, you
0: throw out this lightning lure and you pull him back towards you. Roll me damage. Um, one d8 lightning damage if he's within five feet of me. Yeah. So seven. Seven. seven? Oh. You pull. You lasso out this lance of
4: lightning. Goes towards him and it catches just on his neck. And you yank it back. And you hear this sickening. As his neck snaps. Oh, is he dead? And he falls
0: on the ground dead. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. Dude, um, like I said, Deaths he was work. he was messed up. Perfect. Yeah. Um at that point then. Um so really quick question. If I bonus action, does then action surge take up my bonus action? Uh, no, you get bonus action me? and then you get another action. So Okay. Yeah. So I'm going to second wind right now. Sure. Oh, yeah. Nice. So, uh I get to regain hit points equal to 1d10 plus my fighter level? Yep. And I believe that's so. 3 so you get uh 10 you got a d10 plus 3. d10 plus 3. Yeah. yeah. Money no um uh, 7. seven. Bernesh probably would have done that if you didn't turn her into mush.
4: Goop. <laughs>
0: Goop. Um and then at that point you just see him just like crunch the neck and just be pretty satisfied with it. Yeah. And then just let the whip drop and just then concentrate for a second as you see some of the metal just like start to bend back kind of into place and mm-hmm. just and then just lock eyes with the what's the person's name Villavar. Villavar.
4: yeah he's the human he's the human in the long dark blue long blazer that's like currently now
0: a little bit on fire yes um and then i will action surge okay to uh yeah. just at this point he's like 30 feet away from He's he, so you ran all the way away, yep. and then now he's thirty feet away from you still. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I will book it over to him. Sure. At this point, I have a movement of thirty. Yep. So I'll get right up close to him, and I will proceed to try and. Ba, 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 ba. Now keep in
4: mind, you also you you've used your movement and your action, and then this is an action. You don't get movement with the action, right? So it's just an action. So like you could make another attack. Yes. Okay, cool. Yep. Okay. I'm cool. going to attack him. But, but you, you had moved. to move. 30. You had to move. So you would have to use your action to dash in that action. Oh. Do you see what I'm saying? Because you already moved your 30 feet of movement away.
2: In okay. This throw something at him. Yeah.
4: He you could We you know at what him. you could have done. You could have okay. attacked first and then ran away and then action surge to cast the spell on Kogala. Does that make him? sense? Can I
0: pull him to me with lightning lure? Like run 15 of the 30?
4: You've already... So, I, don't, I think you've only got 30 movement speed. Mm-hmm.
0: Let's not get caught up
4: in this. Sure. I don't care enough. You know what I mean? <laughs> you, you get back to him, and okay. you're able to... Let's say, as a part of this... this Punch, it's like this leaping punch okay. as you come back uh, and um, just throwing myself Let's just have at fun him. with it. Yeah. Okay. At hypersonic cool. speeds. He's cool. Honestly, cool.
3: you could probably just try landing on him.
0: Yeah. yeah. You could probably just, just try to jump on him. Bodies they're Kong just King like
5: Panda. Bonk.
0: grappling strike him, like yeah. running through the air or not grappling strike, just run through the air and just bear hug him into the sure. ground. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, okay. roll me an attack roll. Um
4: Oh, that's a
5: nap. Oh, wound. reroll it re-roll, no. it, reroll it, reroll it, reroll it, reroll, re-roll it. it. Okay. Yeah, uh, time so powers. Right as you
4: try and jump forward, you time you uh, he moves out of the way, and you see this kind of like he he takes off his jacket and he throws it underneath your feet to like take it so that you slip. Oh. And right as that happens, it returns back to his body, and it is now back on him. And he just looks around, very
0: confused, as he looks back up at you. Remember, this was easy. Uh, what am I adding to this? Uh, it's your attack, attack modifier. Powers. My attack My modifier. My orb
5: is glowing again.
0: Uh, where are we? I'm so sorry. It would be. You are your totally s- fine. Strength plus proficiency. Strength uh, plus six. six ten, twelve. Twelve? Probably
5: no. But you didn't feel kind His of this armor class is twelve. Woo! <laughs> attacker wins.
4: Uh, roll me damage on. Just roll me a d6 of damage for the grapple. Okay. Rule of
0: cool. Four. Four. That's ah! enough.
4: As you <laughs> slam into him, you just hear this sickening <clears throat> pfft, as he just like, he cracks underneath you. Bones break. You just hear Val just say, you said this was going to be easy. And, and Villavar just is crushed underneath the weight of your entire form. Huh. You all stand there panting. Uh, 867's going to roll me a death save. He succeeds. Good Ah, job, buddy! Uh, 867 is unfunctional, unconscious, but he is like, he is not like completely gone dark.
5: Uh, Can I go over and start ritual casting time recovery?
0: Sure. Where's Arno?
4: Oh, uh, Arno is inside.
3: He got head butted, or kneed in the head. Um, The uh, mimic
4: is taking care of him. Flark. You just see, if you look back towards one of the buildings nearby, you see this broken through window, uh, and there is like a small amount of like red cloth that has like gotten caught in the glass as you see the 867 jumped through the window to get out, and inside there is this table with hands that is carrying
0: Arno.
5: The whole place mimics. In, in a good way? The whole place. In a good way? Oh, yeah,
0: it's, it's good. Yes, that's Flark. Okay. We're, uh, we need to find somewhere else other than our home. They know where I am. They know where we are.
3: Oh, I know a place. Um, as as Val is saying this, he's flipping through his deck, and he grabs a jack of hearts, and you just watch him whip it
4: into the head of uh Villavar. Okay. Oh, uh, with Eldritch card. Blast. <laughs> you just see this, like, this blast of energy force just cave in Villavar's And I just head. leave the car just sticking out.
5: Um, Take 867, please. I'm working on a spell. And you see that her orb is glowing and she's slowly turning the dial back.
3: Okay. Yeah, I, I know a place. You can uh, follow me.
0: Uh, we need to grab Arno's mother and the, the cat. And
5: Are they not I'm safe? so sorry. What happened? No. Um, <sighs> Shadow?
3: I will. uh Well, let's get to the cathedral now. And then, uh, I can have Nefreya or Orion send people to go get Greya. I need to
0: run and get home. You take 867 and Arno. And, uh, I walk over and kneel next to Mimi mm-hmm. and just, like, hold her hands. I'm so sorry. She just looks up and she's like, I
4: don't
5: know what's going on. It's okay. I'm and sorry. Then pat her
0: head and then just, you, you're safe with them.
5: Shadow. Okay. What's happening?
0: I'll explain
4: when we're safe. In this moment, Shadow, you look over at her, and she's like maybe like 20 feet away from you, uh, currently tending to 867, right? You stare at her. And in this moment where she is still operating on him.
5: You mean 867, not the cat?
4: Yes. Yeah, it's ah. <laughs> accepted. Still wearing those fitted robes, trimmed with a bright blue, his black hair styled back on his head, Arsenio steps out of the shadows, his robes bristling with power. His mere entrance seems to charge the air around you. He places his left hand on your arm, her. Oh, God. And with a flick of his other wrist, a feathered quill falls out of his sleeve into his hand. With a large flourish of them in the middle of the air, a myriad of runes explode out from him. He starts individually pointing at different ones, meticulously placing them in a specific order around him. Her, you look at him, and it's almost as if you're seeing your face staring back at you. The similar structure of his face, painted with sheer resolve and determination. It feels so oddly familiar to look at him. And staring into his eyes, you can't find a shred of doubt behind them. You hear him say, all right. And he says that with incredible confidence. We're going home. What? And with this final stroke of his arcane brush, the runes burst into prismatic multicolored dust and Arsenio teleports you away.
5: Can I hold 867?
4: As you hold, you can hold 867 during this time. Yeah. Val, Shadow, you are alone. And her is gone.
5: Oh,
2: no.
0: You'd see me just, like, beat the ground with my hand and just, like crunching it. (sighs) The final moment uh, are you slamming. (laughs) And if there were tears, it's just like oil Mm -hmm. or like the fluids leaking from my face. You're
5: smudging the paint on your face.
0: And it's just leaking.
2: Mm -hmm. I can't. Why are still catching up?
0: LAS Podcast Network is the premier independent community development platform working with local creators to produce podcasts and content by the community for the community. To learn more, visit
5: LASPodcastNetwork.com. Did I take 867? Come with me or no? Yeah,
4: you, you grabbed him. Yeah.
5: Yes! Okay, at least
4: have my Thank boy. God. Holy shit, guys! Oh. Holy shit! That was so good, my friends! Oh, guys! Oh,
2: that easy. was so good. That was good. All of you, that they was do so a dead. Oh,
4: I wasn't coming over dude. here. Dude. Oh, I'm sorry. And oh. I completed my first quest! That was so good! Oh, oh guys, that was nuts! Oh, it'll be that okay. was so good! Yeah. Okay. Oh, my gosh, my guys. Yeah, you completed your first quest for the barrel! I did it! Yeah. Thanks! You did it. it might be okay. I'm just kind of powerful. How did you guys feel about all that? Was that good? Good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, no I it great. was. It was yeah. very
0: good. Okay, good. Yeah. I am happy.
3: Very action-packed. And we level up, obviously. You do level up. Wait,
5: really? Oh, you really?
2: do
4: really? level up.
5: Oh, my god! I can get smarter.
4: Yes. You all level
1: up to level four.
2: L.A.S.